Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, welcome to the Positive Podcast. On this episode, I'm with Eva Medillic. She is an international speaker, trainer, and coach. Eva is passionate about helping executives, entrepreneurs, business owners, and influencers to create heightened levels of success in business and in in personal life by developing relationships, influence, taking radical responsibility, and implementing sustainable habits for success. In this podcast, we talk about business, relationships, being the best version of ourselves, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, enjoy. Eva, uh, thank you for being on the podcast. Really, really appreciate it. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks, Adam. Nice to be here. Oh, no, good, good. You're very, very welcome. I'm, I'm happy to have you on the podcast. Yeah, I know. I was excited. I know um, that we've talked about this for a while, so it's, it's really good. I'm happy to, yeah. to uh, you know, chat with you and, and just see where it goes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, exactly. Um, yeah, I, ju- I just thought I'd start by, you know, asking you, like, how you got into what you do and, like, mm-hmm. why? Because I see that you're, like, you're a coach and you you help people in, like, corporate sector and other areas. Yeah, well, what I do is, you know, I am a certified high-performance coach and a relationship success coach. And so what I found was that people who are looking for that next level of success and, and working hard, whether it be in corporate or as an entrepreneur or even as um, leaders of teams in their businesses, tend to do that at a cost. You know, they have that success, but they're sacrificing their health, their well-being, their relationships. So what I focus on is really 
helping these highly driven, um, high achieving entrepreneurs, influencers, business leaders, you know, have healthier, happier, more intimate relationships without sacrificing their health and well-being and without giving up their power. Because when you start to talk about intimacy in your relationships at home, at work, and in your communities, there's always that fear of uh, showing vulnerability, which equates in some people to losing their authority. And mm. so I like to help my clients literally learn how to have deeper connected relationships, which end up being bringing more joy in your life. You know, most workaholics you find <laughs> are not very happy unless maybe they're at a pub and they're drinking and they're finding some other way to just bring that happiness. But I'm talking about on a deeper level, which a lot of people seem to um, be afraid of or not have time for even. And also when we talk about high performance, we really talk about all the ways that you can achieve that next level of success in your personal and professional life. Uh, hmm. We talk about clarity, we talk about courage, we talk about um, uh, productivity, influence, and we really talk about health and energy as well. And we find that people don't have happy, healthy lives while they're um, climbing up this corporate ladder or whatever, because mm. they're not taking care of themselves on all those other levels too. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I think like when people are in those corporate positions and they're like, might be the CEO of a company and they've got lots of people to uh, manage and look after, um, that they, they feel, might feel stressed or burnt out and you know, they've got their life as well. And, yeah, you, know, I like, mean, you know, I hear what you're saying in that. And, you know, if, if I can take a, a moment to just share with you, mm. you know, how I was when I was um, yeah. starting my, my own business, I found myself not only starting my business, but a lot of people who start on the road to entrepreneurship are working their, their day job too, mm. and are with their families and you know, I was I was in that space when I got downsized in the last um, in the last economic turndown that we had here in the states. And I remember doing everything. You know, I was working my day job. I was in my spare time learning how to do real estate investing. So I was educating myself. I was making deals. I was marketing, all of that and shopping and laundry and cooking and you know just everything that you do as you're building your business and then i you know i found myself in a state of being stressed out burnt out overwhelmed cranky you know it just wasn't really a good energy to be around and um you know there came a time where that was impacting my relationship with my husband you know, I was always under that state of feeling stressed mm. and doing energy, you know, I had to do, do, do. I had to get these, you know, these marketing materials out. I had to make offers on houses. I had to do. Mm. And I really lost sight of who I was being mm. while I was doing, doing, doing. And I remember one day going into the kitchen, my husband was out walking the dog 
and I wanted to find a photo on his phone of one of the apartments we had just renovated. And I picked up his phone and I looked at it and I saw uh, all of these WhatsApp messages from another woman. Mm. And in that moment, I realized that he was having an affair. Mm. And the bottom literally just seemed to fall out of my life in that moment. And I realized I could lose everything that I was working for. You know, we had these goals and these dreams and these plans, you know, and I, and I believe I even shared with you, like my husband's from Europe, but we live in the United States in California. And, you know, we purchased a, an apartment in Berlin so that we can spend our summers in Europe. That's what we want to do. And all of the work that I was doing to make those dreams possible, mm. I forgot to take care of my why, my big why which was my, my husband, our relationship and the life we had planned together. And not only did I realize that I could lose it all in that moment, hmm. but I also realized that I had to take responsibility for who I was being in the relationship. That caused a good man to self-sabotage in that way to to look for someone else and that was a real big wake-up call for me so when I hear you say you know people who are busy and working hard and trying to reach that next level of success often end up with a lot of stress and burnout and overwhelm that's what that's costing you you know it's costing you the reason why you're working hard is usually for your families and for the dreams that you have and for the lifestyle that you want to live. But you don't want to live that lifestyle alone. So that was a big wake-up call for me. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that part of, you know, your your life that happens. I mean, I think, like you said, when, when people are trying to establish themselves or they're trying to, you know, they're going into entrepreneurship, you can probably go into it quite tunnel vision. I suppose you're just so focused on reaching that point and you lose that time and sight, probably things happening around you. I mean, I've seen it in, uh, you know, I won't go off topic too much, but you know, the film Wolf of Wall Street, he's so mm-hmm. focused on getting bigger and better. He, <laughs> loses, he, you know what I mean, loses sight. And yeah, you, like you said, I think as well, you probably need, it's that, that communications key, isn't it, in that relationship? Yeah. So they under, they understand where you're at and what it's about. Because I think some people don't understand it, do they, probably? Yeah, well, you know, when you are not taking care of yourself, like not only was my relationship in breakdown, but my health wasn't good, you know. Um, I was having all of these neck and back pains and just from holding all of the stress in and not taking time out for self-care. And when you don't take care of yourself, it bleeds into every area of your life. You can't show up as your best self. You know, we like to say in high performance, you're not on your A game. You're not on your A game when you're feeling stressed and burned out and overwhelmed. So, you know, our communication was suffering because I wasn't feeling good. I didn't have the mental stamina the physical energy to give anything to that relationship in a way that wasn't carrying that that stress and that burnout 
and that overwhelm with me. And so one of the things that I do in my coaching and teach my, my clients is how to have these conversations, how not, not only to take care of yourself so that you show up as your best self, but also how to structure your day and your life so that you can transition from being, you know, a mogul, a go-getter, a high achiever, and then transition into home life to be the best, you know, wife, husband, spouse, partner, parent mm. to your family. You cannot bring that energy, that same mm. driven energy into your personal life that you do in your professional life. And there are certain habits and practices that we master in high performance to handle those transitions so mm -hmm. that you know you're in the mindset of okay now i'm with my family this is who i get to be here and also how to have these conversations and you know one thing that was happening in my relationship was because i was always in that heightened state of stress and overwhelm any conversation we had was always um you know it was always prickly <laughs> <laughs> to put it to put it uh, mildly, you know, we were always either defending our own point of view. There was really no openness in the conversations that we were having and in our communication. It was always, you know, I'm driven, my husband isn't. So there was always a piece of disappointment and resentment in me that we mm. were doing this business together, but I was doing all the work. Yeah. And so yeah. You could feel that energy off of me if that makes sense like yeah, yeah. you know and who wants to be in the presence of someone who's making you feel like crap all the time mm. just because he has a different energy level than i do and so i was mm. very judgmental around that and you know i look back at those times in hindsight and realize you know it's i'm embarrassed by how i was but i was very right and righteous in it at the moment because mm. I'm working hard so that we can have a place in Berlin so that we can travel and travel first class and see our friends in England and the Peak District and Alston Field, you know, like mm. all of that stuff. And I'm like, these are your friends that, you know, are in Europe. And so I'm working hard so that we can have that income yeah. to have that lifestyle. And, and so, you know, even though I noticed that there were problems, I didn't prioritize it in a way that we really got to work on them. I just thought like, okay, once we, and I know a lot of people think this, once I have this, so once I make a certain amount of money, or once I get that car, that house, that this, that, that, mm -hmm. things will get better. And yeah. I'm here to tell you, yeah, that might not happen. And you really have to find a way to set up your life where you can achieve that level of success in your business without sacrificing mm. your home life and your your happiness and your your health your well-being mm. all of that yeah no I, I i completely agree with you and i think that's that's really great that you kind of like you know you push through that and you made it work you know that you know things happen do you know with your partner and you realize that you know what you was doing and everything and the effect it was happening whereas i think some people probably don't look at that and they or don't don't take responsibility for it and they, they or they just miss it and they keep on staying in that lane yeah you know i always say um 
you can't be 50-50 in relationship. That doesn't work. You have to each be 100%. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, I don't want 50% of your effort in our relationship and our life. And, you know, people say that without fully meet, realizing what it means. 50-50, like, no, we all get to go in 100%. And, and that's what we decided to do. You know, I, I realized that you know, we had to confront the situation, what I found, and mm. we talked about it. And in that moment, I didn't know what would happen. I didn't know if he would choose to go back to, to Europe and be with this woman, or if he would choose our life here, or if we had to set up our lives to have that breakdown mm. lead to a break, break up, mm. or have that breakdown lead to a breakthrough in our relationship. And so, we made a commitment in that moment, um, you know, when we talked about it, mm. one thing we started learning about each other was um, what I call our relationship styles. And so one yeah. of the um, practices I take my clients through is learning what their relationship style is, their unique relationship style. And I have mm. an acronym for the word style of five of the five styles you either are seek to please you try to control you yo-yo back and forth between passion and disappointment um, you look to accept blame or you're an evader you evade emotions in yourself and in others and so and that's all actually those habits patterns beliefs and behaviors were all formed by your early life experiences. So we take a look at that deeply. And it was something my husband and I did actually naturally on our own because of the work that I had done in leadership and professional development and personal development. And I realized a little bit more of the why, like why did this happen? What was missing that he was seeking or what was his reaction or response to how I was being and vice versa? And we worked to understand each other better on that deeper level so that we could have compassion for what our actions were. And so mm -hmm. we were both hurting really bad in our relationship. And um, we decided we would not only comfort each other, but work together on our relationship. But here's the thing, not only did we work together as a couple, we worked individually on ourselves after working on ourselves as a couple. Now, who do we get to be? How do we get to be better people in our lives for mm. each other, for ourselves, for our work, for our communities? And that was the key. We did the, the both and for us. And so we learned how to communicate. We learned how to listen to each other without defending, judging, or responding. We learned how to be open and honest in our communication. We learned mm. how to, to really love what is and come to each other in ways that, that we weren't, you know, a lot of disappointment happens with our expectations not being met. So when you learn to have these communications and conversations in a way that you don't have real expectations mm -hmm. that disappointment level is is really um lessened and most of our response and reactions are when you don't respond to me the way i wanted you to or the way i thought or the way i expected you to 
and mm. which means that I have some judgment around that. And so learning how to really love and accept each other where they're at and give people space to grow. One of the things my husband said to me at that time was, I'm not as fast as you. I'm not as driven as you. You know, I do things at a different pace. And, you know, what I was doing in that relationship was expecting him to keep up with me and getting upset and frustrated when he couldn't. And so I get to honor his process and his pace and his space and make it safe for him to do things in his own timing. Doesn't mean that he's not all in. So there was just a lot of discovery in who we are as, as people that went deeper than our relationship had gone before. And so I like to say, we got rid of our old relationship and built a new one mm. based on our new way of being. Yeah, no, it's that's really like you know really lovely to li to listen to what you were saying, and um, you know I I can kind of relate to parts of what you said from you know things I've experienced in relationships, and like you said, it's not fifty fifty; it's you know one hundred percent all in either side. Yeah, and you have to kind of go away and work on yourself to you know, to be a better version of yourself for that person to do the same and then you kind of come together in the middle. And yeah. it's like not, it's not a one-way street, is it? You know, what person's got to do the same work as that, what you're doing. Yeah, um, exactly, exactly. You know, I hear you on, on that because there was a time when after we finished our couples therapy, that, um, you know, he thought, okay, we're good now, right? And I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. it was non-negotiable for me. Like if I'm gonna continue, I, I hired a coach to work with me on my way of being, how I was showing up, how I can be a better um, mom, wife, dog mom, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, entrepreneur, <laughs> better with my, my clients and the people I serve. And it was just like, I'm not just gonna work on myself and you just like, okay, I'm good. So that was a non-negotiable for me in the relationship that we both had to work on each, on ourselves individually. You know, he was resistant at first, but he didn't choose coaching. He actually chose to um, work further uh, in therapy on his own. Hmm. And so it's like, as long as you do something, you know, these are the two hmm. choices. Like, and you know, and at the time, you know, people look at well therapy is going to cost this much or coaching is going to cost this much. Cause like I said, we're in America, so we don't get a lot of areas. And you know, but it came down like, well, what's it going to cost us in our relationship not to invest mm. in, you know, in ourselves so that we can have the relationship that's happier, healthier, more fulfilling and more intimate than what we had before. And um, so for me, it took, um, you know, a gym membership, you know, taking the time to work out and work mm -hmm. on my, my physical health and well-being, adopting a meditative practice so mm -hmm. that I can have that quiet space for my mind and it's not always on the go and spinning so that I have the bandwidth to really be present in my relationship and really being a generous listener, really you know, learning how to accept and take feedback, learning how to 
really set an intention for how we communicate and what the results we want out of that communication. So, you know, I had to learn to do all of that. That doesn't come naturally, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and, and to be shown what that looks like, to be shown my blind spots in that, because, you know, I still have a lot of judgmental tendencies based on my early life experiences of being judged all the time. So we kind of bring that into to who we are and our personality. Mm. So, yeah, it, 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 was, um, it was hard, but it was worth it because mm. we're, great. we're great now. Fast forward yeah. four years later, we're, yeah. you know, we're not perfect. We still stumble, but we know how to recover and we know how to really show up for each other big time, mm. which is awesome. No, I, I, I congratulate you on that, you know, and I think to, to like, you know, have that happen and grow stronger and make the decision in yourself to, you know, work on yourself in certain areas, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of discipline, doesn't it, I suppose? And some sometimes it's, it's weird. Like sometimes things have to happen in certain relationships or in relationships for, for it to get stronger in some way. Yeah. I always say that my husband's cheating on me was the best thing that ever happened to our relationship because of mm. what we were able to build and create, not only as a couple, but we went into creating um, things on our own. Like the, mm. the real estate company, for example, that I was building at that time, which was my baby and my company, I actually asked him to take it over so that I can concentrate on my coaching, mm. and my coaching business, you know, and I, I, I'm still involved in that business, but not to the degree that he is. And so I just gave him that amount of trust mm. and had him take over that business, which is so unlike my personality. I am such a controller. I built this business. It's mine. You know, like that kind of thing. And I was just like, okay, he and our relationship are more important to me than holding on to that control. And so, yeah, it was hard. I needed, I needed some. It was a monthly, but it was run much more like a, a daily. <laughs> the, the deadlines were so tight and so fast and you were just literally no breathing space, but which I found quite terrifying at the time, but it gave me a really really strong work ethic it made me a really fast worker a really mm. fast writer and um gave me a lot of skills which I've been able to which have been actually I never really saw it as transferable but obviously whenever you start your own business doesn't matter what you're doing whether you're in like making cakes or whether you're you know coaching or whatever but you have an online business and suddenly you're also you're a you're a publisher you're a um, content creator and um, you have to be a writer, you have to be a video maker. There's all these things that you suddenly have to be. Um, and, you know, so many of those skills I had already or I was able to kind of build on without it being mm. quite so terrifying. So, um, yeah. So that was yeah, really no, I, I, I completely agree. I think like you said, like, um, you know, all our, all our experiences kind of gain, you know, help us to gain resilience and confidence and, it's how we grow isn't it like you said you know if you work in a bakery or you, you know you all these different positions you you know you're pushing out your comfort zone a bit more i mean I definitely... mm -hmm. oh there's so much you can learn that's, that's transferable actually and at the time maybe you don't really see it as that but i i kind of realized that every job i've done that has been slightly scary 
I have grown so much from. And um, I can remember actually when I first <laughs> first um, uh, went freelance, I thought I don't want to do any of those scary jobs anymore. Those jobs that I feel sick before I'm doing them because, you know, I don't know, they're just so stressful. I don't want to do that anymore. But then I really quickly realized that when you don't have that in your business, whenever you're not um, or in your work or in your career, whenever you're not doing those things that make you feel a bit sweaty mm. and a bit sick and and um, a little bit like you're not quite qualified to do it, you don't grow. And um, so I kind of, from that realization, I realized I couldn't do that because I, when I went freelance, I just played it safe for about a year and thought, well, I, don't, I don't want any of that. And then I realized I wasn't growing and I wasn't mm. feeling challenged. And actually, as much as I hate all that kind of stress beforehand, it's how you um it's how you grow and open new doors and and keep moving and I think I'm someone who gets a bit mm. bored a bit yeah. easily <laughs> and so I need that I need that I realize I need that now yeah so, no I, I, I can relate to that as well like um it's, it's important to you know push yourself and go into new situations and to grow and like you said that stress beforehand you know isn't overly nice at times but I think it's kind of what can push you forward I think sometimes it's kind of how you go with it yeah definitely definitely I did a funnily enough over the last few weeks I did a um because of obviously um so many online events and so many events weren't happening anymore there were a lot of online events suddenly and I got asked to join a um a summit an online summit to do a talk on I was doing the closing talk for it and I didn't really think anything about it because I was just so busy with other things and I remember looking two days before um at the numbers attending and there were a thousand people attending and I suddenly thought oh my goodness I thought there'd be about 22 (laughs) and I felt so sick and so worried and I was like saying to my husband I wish I wasn't doing this I can't believe I'm doing it but then I did it and it was amazing and it was it, it was such a powerful thing for me to do it really gave me a little bit of boost in my business mm. and a new direction and um yeah so and and so much more confidence knowing that I could do that so it's important we push ourselves although we don't necessarily think I don't think I would have opted in for that yeah. I realized <laughs> no I, I think that's amazing though okay. so that was an online it was an online summit oh. for women in business it was organized by women in business club who um, I've done stuff with them on and off for a long, long time, but they're suddenly really, really growing. And and um, I, I was involved with them when they first started a couple of years ago, and I did I did a, a, a virtual summit for them. Their first virtual summit I helped helped host, and I think there was maybe forty or fifty people signed up, and it just never occurred to me how much yeah. they had grown <laughs> since we've done that. <laughs> so um, no, that's, but, yeah. hats off to you for doing that. I mean, that's great. And um, like you know, you can grow from that. And I think, like, you then, you got to go through those motions, haven't you? Um, you almost build those reserve tanks that kind of push you forward when you go into other situations because you've got that kind of past experience. And Yeah, it makes you realise you're capable mm. far more than you realise. Yeah, that's, that's amazing, though. And, like... I think it's, you know, you're doing something really positive and helping people get their message out there and the story and, um, you know, of all the amazing experience you've had in the past and then helping people to publish their books. I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing that I really feel quite strongly about is I want to... Um, 
I think what I what it all comes from is that whenever I worked in magazines, I did obviously I researched features all the time, and I'd meet and find amazing stories with you know people with really amazing stories. But there was only room to like publish three or four a month, and you know so it said thirty six stories a year. So there were all these amazing people who weren't getting you know back in two thousand and three and four and five. You know they didn't have websites and stuff. So this was their opportunity to have a platform to yeah. have their story shared, and those that did get their stories shared, they um often had a huge impact on their business and so when I first started my business a couple of years ago I realized I was like well everyone's got a platform now um so you know they don't need that so much but then I realized well everybody has a platform but not everybody actually is able to find their voice and share their message and it's something that people struggle with and so I wanted to be able to actually help them do that so you've got your own platform and you can do it so now how this is how you do it and this is how you share your story because I think stories are so powerful and they really do change the world it's how people remember messages it's how it's how people change their mm. perspectives it's all through the power of story and um i wanted to help people do that because i knew it's transfer it can be a transformative experience for the person themselves to share their story but <clears throat> it also can have huge impacts else you know wider impact <clears throat> and so yeah so that's yeah, why I did no, it really I- I think it's great and I think like you said with with story and the power of telling stories can help that person and also help change people's perspectives you know you could get somebody who might be feeling a certain way or they might want to do something themselves and they read that person's story and they think oh you know I can do that you know that person's done it exactly it's inspiration um you know people showing you know so much of it is like showing people giving people some hope say you know i've been on i was been where you were and this is where i am now so you can you can follow this journey as well you can follow this path as well um mm. it's really powerful and that's kind of like you know why i do these podcasts because you know you you can talk about what you've done and other people can listen to it and other people can you know almost like you know so like so with stories can listen to your experience and if they take something from it and go, you know, wow, you know, I, I want to do that. You know, that person's done it, then I can do it. Exactly. And yeah, exactly. It's, um, it's, uh, it opens so many doors and it mm. opens so many eyes and, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. I feel very, very strongly about, um, story and how powerful it is and how, how important it is to find your voice and if you have a message that you want to share i mean so many people have a burning message they want to share or so much wisdom that they want to share and they don't know how to put it into words they don't know how to share it they don't Mm. know how to share it in a way that people are going to pay attention to it either because there's so much noise online and um there's so much information out there that you need to find a way to get people's attention and Mm. it's hard and one of the easiest ways to get people's attention is by telling a story because people find you know humans find storytelling irresistible it's how you know we're kind of like we're magnetically Mm. drawn to story because it's been such an important part of our of our um you know evolution it's how we learn stay safe and what to eat and what not to eat and where to hunt and all this kind of stuff we did it all through story and it, it's exactly how we learn mm. to live our lives now no it's that stuff in here isn't it it's quite powerful when you think about it mm, it, is. it is but um but no i it's been it's been great really great talking to you kate and 
I'm oh, really thank you. no, you're welcome, and I'm really you know grateful for your time. Um, I just got like one, you know, one last question. Like, um, what do you read any books? Have you got any favorite books at all? Um, <laughs> I have so many. I have so I read so many books. I'm um I'm a massive book geek. I've really noticed recently how much so because I'm constantly getting <laughs> deliveries from Amazon. Um, it's really hard to choose a favorite book. I I read a lot of personal development. I read a lot of business books. I also read a lot of fiction. Um, so I just say I'm reading a couple of books at the moment. Um, which might um might be interesting to people. So one of them is because I'm kind of growing a new arm of my business i'm rereading a book called fascinate by sally hogshead which is um it's basically about the power of brands which are um spellbinding and it's it's really fascinating it's fascinating <laughs> um it's um, teaches you it teaches you basically the history of fascination and 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 how you know the difference between brands which people absolutely fall in love mm. with and they can't resist and brands that people don't you know really notice you know it's those um so it takes you through all the history of it but then it also you know helps you identify which type of brand you are and you know what you need to do to do that so it's a, it's a really great book if you mm. are building a business um particularly an online business so um so that's what i'm rereading at the moment and um but yeah i love i mean i read everything I'm, i read a lot of stuff on sp- spiritual mm. growth and um and business i one of my favorite um kind of suppose authors um and mm. and role models i suppose i, I think you probably might ask about that is is denise duffield thomas and she she's written a few books um uh lucky bitch get rich lucky bitch and um Chilpreneur. and i love reading her books because she is um she really walks her um talk and um she's all about um kind of building a business that is um that is kind of fits around your lifestyle and um she's a really great leader and um and has built some really amazing communities online a really amazing community online so you know they're some of my favorites mm. really in that, in no, that category really great and um i'll definitely have to check them out and um, i think like you know reading and having role models it's really important Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I've got tons. I really, I couldn't say that there's any. I, I mean, there's lots and lots of influences on my life because I think, I mean, like I think most people who are in in run their own businesses, I mm. consume a lot of stuff and I'm influenced by a lot of different people. But and so you know, you asked me a question this week. It'd probably be yeah. completely different <laughs> yeah. in, in five weeks' time. Who's who's influenced? Yeah, me most. no, exactly. Yeah, so. there's lots of different people to kind of take um, advice from, isn't it? And yeah it is but um but like where where can people find you on like social media um so i hang out probably most on instagram and so my handle is at kate butler ross so it's kate with a c and um but i also have um a free facebook group called the content revolution um which is it it is a I hate to say this it is a women's only <laughs> space for um, women entrepreneurs but you know you can you can um, follow me on Instagram and um, but if you are a woman in business um, content revolution is a great place to hang out and I do little tiny trainings a um, couple of times a week on different things from storytelling to content marketing and and lots yeah. of bits and pieces so no that's awesome so what so what was the page called again because I think you broke up when you 
Oh, so the the page. Uh, so my um, Instagram page is just at Kate Butler Ross, and that's my handle. And the Facebook group is the content. Awesome, oh, that's great. No, but um, it's been it's been a pleasure talking to you, Kate, and really, yeah, you're welcome. And, you? and um, I wish you all the best with everything that you're doing. You're doing really, really great. Thank you. Yeah, and good luck with the rest. Thank of Thank you, Kate. It really means a lot. Take okay, that's great. You too. Take care, Kate.